Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one and only show where we talk about all things movie news, video games, comics, television, and all that sorts of good stuff. And I am joined by the one and only Michael MJ. Well, how you doing? Hey, hey, guys. How y'all doing out there? I'm doing good, Zeke. How about you? Oh man, I'm 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 good. Good. I you know just getting back, trying to get myself back into the podcasting thing. It's I'm I'm not used to it. I'm so used to doing YouTube videos. Hey, I'm new. I'm new to podcasting. You know, I um, started a channel with some of my boys in high school. That's right. Well, well, talk talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about uh, was it that down to hang down, down to, to hang, hang out? out? Yeah. Um. So if you ever want to like come, um, if you like my voice or whatever, uh, you can come see me at Down to Hang Out, where we also talk about um everything pop culture, um, uh, video video games, movies. Um, we got some uh, stuff coming out this summer. Uh, so stay tuned. Um, one of the things I'm looking forward to is uh, when we're, uh, we talk about Kingdom Hearts. And well, that, that, that sounds awesome. Oh, yeah, that convoluted mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, I, I know I got to be on, I got to be on the show. It's, it's, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. We got to talk about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And oh. we, got to talk, we got to talk about, you know, spoiler alert. Therapist Spider-Man deserves his own movie. There we go. I mean, I mean, they. they I was on the show. I was on last show. Yeah, um, uh, with web, uh, talking web, about Web Slingers podcast. I was on the yep, right. I was on the Web Slingers podcast where we talked about. Um, and speaking of talking about stuff, so we got a packed show for you guys today. Uh, we're gonna be talking about. Um, I should. I should also let you guys know why the audio sounds a little bit because eh, we're literally. We literally just set. I set my phone down literally in between the two of us. So if you, if if there's a little bit of an echo, I apologize. Wait, my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to soundproof this apartment, please. Um, so, but no, I. It, if if the sound is so bad that you can't keep listening to this, by all means, turn away. But we are. We're gonna. You're just gonna have to deal with it. There Don't turn away. He's lying to you. Um, <laughs> I'll find you. I'll find you. <laughs> I know. I know your IP addresses. I. I don't know. Just. Just know. I'm gonna figure it out. Oh no. Uh, okay. So uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Specifically, we're gonna be talking about the Flash. Um, so, uh, but before we do that, let's get into some main. Let's talk about our two main topics. And our first one is this. Disney just had a major shift in their release schedule. Um, we're I'm gonna go through some of these. I'm gonna go through them real, real quick, guys, because we cause we got a lot to talk about. Um, so we start in 2024. The release schedule for 2024 looks like this: Deadpool three is on May third, 2024. Captain America: Brave New World is on July 26. Hate that new hate that name change. Sorry, I, I hate it too. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Fetty Alvarez's Alien film comes out on August 16, 2024. And Thunderbolts will be Christmas, uh, December 20th, 2024. Um, for 2025, we got Blade on on Valentine's Day, February 14th. So you wanna go, you wanna go take your Valentine's date. Go take her to watch vampires being brutally murdered. That's a great way to watch to celebrate Valentine's hey, Day. I can't think of anything better. I can't think of anything better either. I mean, us single guys need something to watch on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm tired um, of looking at y'all lovey dubbies. <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four is on May second, twenty twenty five. Um, oh gosh, the Moana remake. 
Why are we having that? Um, will be on June 27th, 2025. And Avatar 3 will, has been pushed back, once again has been pushed back to December 19th, 2025. Uh, 2026, we got Kang Dynasty on May 1st. And then we're getting two Star Wars movies. Uh, the first one coming out on May 22nd, 2026. Second one coming out December 18th, 2026. 2027, we have Avengers Secret Wars on May 7th, 2027. And the, and another Star Wars movie on December 17th, 2027. Uh, and then 2029 will be Avatar 4. We got Avatar 4 on December 21st, 2029. And Avatar 5 on December 19th, 2031. Okay. Whew. Um, so Michael, I'm going to start with you. Any of these released, any of these stand out to you? Anything at all? I'm excited that Deadpool got pushed up. Um, yep. The only thing, I mean, we talked about it before, um, a little bit, it was on the podcast, how yeah, Ryan Reynolds true. can't, um, Ryan Reynolds can't improvise because of the writer's strike. That's the only thing that's kind of like, eh, but he did help write the, uh, the script. So I'm kind of hoping it doesn't impact the movie as much. Yeah, but I'm excited for that. Um, I know we gotta get through it quick. Um, Aliens um, comes out on my birthday, so it looks like we're watching Aliens on my birthday. Man, looks like looks like we are. We'll, uh, Thursday, Thursday night we'll go to the Thursday night, and then we'll go to the Friday after. <laughs> so, and then uh, what else? Uh, I hate Brave New Worlds. I hate the name change of yeah. as we talked about it. I had the perfect opening for New World Order. Um, you you <laughs> yeah. just have Kevin Nash, a CGI animated. For oh, those of Scott you, Hall. For those of you who aren't wrestling fans, that that's a that's a that's a WWE reference. But yeah, you ha- and you have good old good old Hulk Hogan. Go. This following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. New World Order. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now it just sounds like an Aladdin song. Um, yeah. Uh, a brave new world. <laughs> um. <laughs> Now I want to hear Harrison Ford sing it. I want to hear Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross going, A brave doer. I'm excited. I want to say I'm excited for Thunderbolts. I just feel like... I, I know they announced the cast and who's going to be in it. I just wish it had... um or introduce like Sentry or some somebody. That's just me. I think that's what... I think they said that's what... That's where... That's who they're going to... That's who the villain's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I know you want to see him like, yeah. Um, Blade, I'm excited. I want to see. I want to see him in his own movie. I don't yeah. want to see him introduced in another movie. I want to see him in his own movie, but oh well. Blade, I'm excited for. Um, as soon as they give me the cast for Fantastic Four, I can have a little bit more excitement. I'm just excited because it's Matt Shankman directing it. Um, who did Wandavision? He's one of the showrunners. Oh, okay. He's one of the showrunners behind Wandavision. And you so, know I like WandaVision. Yeah. And it well, for me, WandaVision is still the best Marvel Disney Plus show. I gotta ask my second Loki was mine. Yeah, I, a lot of people like Loki. A lot of people like although I'm hearing really great things about Secret Invasion though. I'm oh hearing, wow. I'm hearing I still have to watch that five minute trailer. You know the first five minutes they they opened up, but I haven't watched it either. I know, I haven't watched it either. I haven't watched it. I I'm trying to avoid it because I want my first experience to be when it yeah. actually drops. So um, the on one of the only things I'm kind of critical of on these release dates is the, the Star Wars movies. Um, I just don't like that we're getting two in, in the same year. year. Um, 
Because I feel like it's going to have the Marvel effect. That it's just it's just too much. It's just too much. Um, but I mean, it's Star Wars. Okay. See, see, for me, I would agree with you, but I think, I think this was um, part of the announcement that was at Star Wars Celebration, because Star Wars Celebration they announced that Ray, the Ray Skywalker movie, is going to be the next movie um, to come. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that movie's supposed to be taking place fifteen years after Episode Nine. Supposed to be completely separate from the Skywalker saga, even though it's going to star Rey. Um, even though Daisy Ridley's coming back as Rey Skywalker, it's going to be taking place in its own t- little. It's going to be in its own story. So, like a side mission? Yeah, essentially. Um, and then, but also, <coughs> Dave Filoni, they announced that Dave Filoni is directing a movie. That's going to wrap up the Mandalorian story. The storyline that was set up in Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and um, uh, Skeleton Crew. Okay. Okay, so I think in 2026 we're getting the Rey Skywalker movie. And that one? And I think December is going to be the Mandalorian one. Okay. Um, Because I think by that point, Mandalorian will be in its final season. Um, Ahsoka will have its final season. And then Skeleton Crew will probably be wrapping up as well. Um, and just to touch on the the King Dynasty, I will be excited for it. But you know the issues going on with the, that right now. The, John, the Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. So yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that's kind of not. But hyping I think, me up. I, th- I think with them pushing it to twenty twenty six, it's I a think, good sign that he might I stay. Think, I think they have enough time to figure out what they want to do. Yeah. To figure out if they want to recast or maybe if they want to go in a different direction. Because they can recast as they want. I, I think they should. I, I mean, look, they recasted Terrence Howard. They did. And they and nobody and noticed. Nobody noticed it. Like, literally, we, we were watching Iron Man 2 and, like, oh, he's a different. He looks different. Okay. Like, <laughs> it was, that's it. Uh, I mean, there's and by one. The way, and by the way, I should say this Don Cheeto was a better roadie than Terrence Howard was. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm just going to say that right now. I mean, there, there's there's one thing I can. Uh, I, I, I want. We could get the Council of Doom. <laughs> doom, doom. You know who doom, I actually doom, would be doom, okay doom, with doom. replacing Jonathan Majors? Um, I wouldn't mind to see John Boyega mm-hmm. as Kang. I think John Boyega can pull it off. I think he can. I I, I mean that that now now that just that just sounds awesome. I don't know. I feel like the last two showings of Kang has just been kind of a, a letdown. Well, we're definitely supposed to be getting more of him in. Um, Loki season two. Yeah, which uh, well, we'll see how well that goes. <laughs> that, that's back. when the recast happens. Um, is going to be Terrence Howard. He come. He I, came I, back. I have to. I have to acknowledge this though. Why? Why? Why are we getting Moana? Why are we remaking Moana? This I. I, I did not. I. I didn't uh, talk about that for me uh, on a whole on a because I really don't want the movie. It's literally <sighs> been like what seven. 2016. So, so seven years. Let me pull up my calculator because I suck at math. Um, it's 2023. Movie came out 2016. It's been seven years. I'm, st- I'm still looking it up. <laughs> 2016. Hey man, The Rock. You know I love The Rock That's as a wrestler. Yeah, you're right. Seven years. The Rock. Hey. I, I love The Rock. You, you know The Rock's my favorite wrestler, but oh no, look, Moana is my. It's in my top five favorite Disney animated films. I love that movie. 
But why in the hell are we remaking it seven years after it's been released? It's like it's like you can tell that Disney's just running out of ideas. They so they fun. we talked about this last night. They could have did Treasure Planet. They could have did Atlantis. They could, Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron. Um, they still they they're still in development on Sword in the Stone. I don't know where that's at. You know, Aristocats they announced recently with uh, um. Um, I wouldn't mind an Emperor's New Groove live action. See, okay, so here's my pitch for Emperor's New Groove. So, for, you probably don't know this, and, and the audience probably doesn't know. So, back when Emperor's New Groove was coming out, they had this um, original idea for the movie. It was supposed to be a much more epic movie um, with that was supposed to be a darker and, oh, darker. And um, Yzma, like Isma had her own song in the movie um, called Snuff Out. You can actually look up. The song is actually on the soundtrack for Emperor's New Groove. You can actually look it up. It's like the sound, the songs that were on that, that were in that movie were great. But what ended up happening was at the time, this was when Disney was releasing films like Pocahontas and Hunchback of Notre Dame, which were getting um, critically... <coughs> Um, panned for being too dark and too serious and all that stuff, right? Oh yeah. Well, even on Hunchback of Notre Dame. Well, that the the original and the the great. I mean, I love Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, but this the original version of Emperor's New Groove. It was a movie called Kingdom in the Sun, and it was a really it was a dark movie, and so Disney was like, no, we don't want we don't want a dark movie. So they hired a new director to come in and make it more of a lighthearted, like a almost like a Mel Brooks style spoof movie, which I I think it works. I mean, Emperor's New Groove is in my top ten favorite Disney animated movies. So, um, I say if you're gonna remake Emperor's New Groove, you take that original idea, make that your remake. That'd be nice. That'd be really because cool. Because I, I that, that's what we did. And kinda... then you can open the movie up, even like you can have the opening shot be the exact same opening shot from the from the original, and just have Cusco basically go, "Wait a minute, cut, 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 cut," and he just walks off set like, oh, hands, like Emperor's New School. Yeah, like, like hands a script <laughs> to the director, hands a new script to the director. The director just looks through it. It's like, okay, I, I guess we'll make this movie, and and then they and then it's like. So, but yeah, no, that's that's just what I would do for the Emperor's New Group. But to go to 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 jump back to Moana, I just I I really just don't like the fact that they're doing this. It it really just makes me go like, really, you 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 have that much little. It, at this point, it feels like you're just milking as much money out of these things. They could have done Oliver Oliver and Company. I could go with so many. I movies. think they were supposed to do that one, and Ice Cube was gonna do it. Ice Cube was going to be a producer on it. Can he be in the movie? <laughs> I honestly think if they were going to have him in the movie, I think he would have played the, the role um, that Billy Joel, the, 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 the voice that Billy Joel did. Um, I can't remember what the, the dog I, name I was. I can't remember. Was it Oliver? No, Oliver was the cat. Oliver Oliver was the was the cat. The, the main dog, dog though. He, I know. The main, he, dog. the main dog. Why should I wear yeah. a although, although, I'll be honest. If they were to do Oliver and Company, and if that song is not in the remake, 
Then why I, are we making will, the remake? I will hate the remake altogether because that is a great song. Like, why are we making? Why Ra- should I worry? Why, why should I care? Um, I may not have I, a dime. Let me, let me just say one more thing before we move on to the next topic. Poor Avatar. <laughs> this, these movies, like, by the time we get Avatar five, James Cameron is going to be sitting in an old folks' home, asking for his applesauce. Watching his movie make a billion, making two billion dollars. He's gonna be in an old folks' home. Mary, bring me my applesauce. You want I'm to... bringing your applesauce, you old coop. Do you want pills in your applesauce? We had a question. Who do you think I am, Uncle Ben? I'm <laughs> made putting. Toby's on maze putting pills in Uncle Ben's applesauce. Um, no, uh, yeah, uh, Toby's Aunt May, um, I'm pretty sure Andrew's Aunt May did the same thing. No, no, hers was Meatloaf, because he talked shit about the Meatloaf. Oh, that's right, that's right. (laughs) What'd you say about my Meatloaf, you old fart? (laughs) You old coop. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that, that's the, anything, anything else you want to bring up about the Disney slate before we move on to the next one? Um... I just want you to know we're not getting Avenger, uh, Avengers 5. We're not getting Avatar 5. Uh, Avatar 2 is going to be out in 5. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> but, you know what's funny? By the time Avatar 5 comes out, <laughs> like, like we are, like, I'm probably going to have kids by that point, and they're going to be like, what's Avatar, Dad? And I'm going to be like, I'm going to have to be like, it's almost like how my parents how had to explain what um the Smurfs were when 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 the when that movie was coming out they like my parents I remember as, I remember as a kid thinking who are the Smurfs and my mom had to basically explain what the Smurfs were so anyway that's 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 neither here nor there um, I didn't watch, I, you know I didn't even watch that movie I know what the Smurfs were I just I, didn't I, watch that I, movie. I, I I've seen both of them I'm I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I I know that's why that's why I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> anyway, um, let's go ahead and move on to main topic number two, and that is, Michael. We live in a world where people are starting to talk about superhero fatigue. Superhero fatigue, that dreaded phrase. I hate it so much. I gotta ask you. Superhero fatigue, real or a myth? Now, before um we finish that um. I'm going to use this time to plug in uh, Down to Hang Out again, only because um, I don't know if the video's out yet or uh, on our YouTube or Spotify, but we actually covered this already in right. our on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to talk about it again, you know, in case y'all came over here and listened because, you know, I promote it on my Instagram every time a video drops. Um, no, there's no superhero fatigue. It's a myth. The reason why, the last two movies, that's not The Flash. Um, clearly proves there's no uh, superhero fatigue. Across the Spider-Verse and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I think what it was was the same old retelling of stories or or uh, heroes that nobody really cared about, um, a.k.a. the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the movies weren't, like, really as good as they could have been. Um, Shang-Chi was good. And I, I don't know why people start talking about... I don't know when they start talking about superhero fatigue. Because I remember a lot of people liking Shang-Chi. Um, 
I didn't really. I think hear... it. I think it mostly came after the Eternals, right? No, because No Way Home got got a great response though. Because No Way Home came after Eternals. Oh yeah. So I think it. I think mostly super, the the conversation of superhero fatigue started to come right around. I mean, let's be honest. People have been talking about superhero fatigue since Sam Raimi's Spider Man movies. Like they've been they've been talking about these things for a long time. But I think the conversation has been just started getting more since movies like Multiverse of Madness, and now we have like three different Batmans on screen and all this other stuff. So it's like, you know, I think I think that's where the superhero the superhero fatigue conversation is. But but you were you were you were going on. Oh yeah, no. Um, but as I was saying, I don't think it is only because I just feel like these two movies prove why it's not. Um. And I just think it was just the writing mm-hmm. um, on these movies that made people like, oh, I'm just tired of superhero movies. But once that uh, across the Spider-Verse, everybody was in that. People are still in the theaters. Right. Um. So I don't think it is um, superhero fatigue. I just pe- think people are tired of the same writing mm-hmm. um, that's going down. Because, um, I mean, Marvel has a formula. It works, but... You, it's the it's the formula. It's it's worked for them in the past though. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it, like Marvel. Marvel does have a formula, um, and it's worked for them in the past. But now we we're starting to more people are starting to notice. I, I feel like because back back in phase one, two, and three, I think people start noticing it. Not even like before Endgame. I want to say around. Because I I start hearing the conversations well, pop up about but, the but formula. it wasn't it wasn't necessarily about the formula though like. People, but the the thing is that it doesn't it doesn't matter whether or not you started noticing the formula. The fact is they were still putting out great movies. Yeah, they was. I mean, even during that time, in, Infinity War, Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and then ultimately, um, uh, uh, Endgame. Endgame. They they were still, but but I'm just saying. I mean, you may not have liked Captain Marvel, but the reality is. It still made a billion. It still made a billion dollars at the box office. It made more billion dollars. It made more billion, more billion, more billion dollars. Um, actually, not after after Infinity War. I love Endgame, mm-hmm. but after Infinity War, those because I didn't like Ant Man and the Wasp. I didn't like Ant Man and the Wasp either. But Ghost, I like Ghost. I just didn't like the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So for me, as far as this conversation goes, um, I I agree. It's not really so much superior fatigue. It's more of repetition, and I and and you know James Gunn talked about this on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. He said that it's not necessarily even just superhero films; it's spectacle films in general. Because I just went and saw Transformers: Rise of the Beast, and even that movie has essentially a very cliche like. There's a lot of cliches in Transformers Rise of the Beast. I liked Transformers Rise of the Beast, but there were still a lot of cliches in that film. And I don't... And it's not just superhero films. It's big budget films. In, in general. In, in general. But as far as superhero films go, let me let me just list off the, the, the list, okay? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Bad. Shazam. Pretty good, but overall eh. disappointing. Guardians three, awesome, amazing. Across the Spider Verse, movie best, best, best movie of the year. If it does not win an Oscar, I'm fighting the Oscars. Oh yeah, 
Um, I know you have my your you think the Flash is okay, but I, me personally, the Flash, great movie. Um, we still have Ninja Turtles. We still have Blue Beetle. I'm excited for Blue Beetle. We still have um, Barbie. Let's go, Cardi. <laughs> we still have the Marvels, and we still have um, Aquaman. You know. Um, oh, and Craven comes out in uh, before the Marvels. It I comes like out in October. I like how we always forget about Craven, but I, I don't forget about him in the game yeah. that's coming out in October by Spider Man Two. It's you know all the other shit. Well, yeah, no, it's it's like it's it's. Well, I think the reason why a lot of people are forgetting about Craven is mostly because it's it's unfortunately, sadly, um, in the same universe as Morbius, <laughs> and. The reality is that Morbius was a big steaming pile of dog dookie. <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's the reality. I'm putting this on mute, okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I don't think so much the. I don't think the the conversation is really about. I don't think the fatigue is actually coming from superheroes. I think it's mostly just coming from um, uh, from just. I mean, people just want to see good movies, you know. Because um, Guardians Three, I mean, God, let me look this up real quick. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, um, box office. Wait, no. Ah. Michael, talk to the audience real quick before why while I look why I get this brought up. Hi audience. Um it's me, Michael, here. Um I'm here to bring you an important message of watch the Blue Beetle movie because it looks fucking awesome. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so Guardians of the Galaxy so far has made the and this is worldwide, okay? This is worldwide. $810 million. Okay? Obviously, people are not tired of superheroes. They just want to see good movies. Because I'll tell you what. If Guardians 3 had been a bad movie, then... Wait, it'd probably be a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a completely different conversation. Um, but I think because it was great and got good responses from people the audience went back to go see it again and again and again and again i mean i, mean, I, I saw across the spider verse like twice already yeah i'm I, I mean i've seen i saw guardians um 10 times i mean you just did a triple feature last weekend i i did i, I did a double I did, I did do a double feature i did um guardians and spider verse on last saturday i thought she was doing a triple I thought you was gonna put Transformers. Uh, I, I guess that was until I, that was until I saw Transformers, and that's when you were just like, I just and, I was, and I was like, I was like, you know what? I, it's not that I won't give Rise of the Beast another chance. I just don't think I want to see it again in the. Th I think I'll wait until it's the Blu-ray, maybe on digital. No, I'll rent it from like Google Movies or something or, or Vudu, and I'll watch it on there. But I don't think I want to really go and watch in the theater. <laughs> I feel you. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that is that. You know, 
what the sad part about I mean, we kind of touched on that you did say I think the flash is okay I wouldn't mind watching it again though and we are gonna get into that so ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages D generation X no I'm kidding um okay so we D generation X proudly presents to you it's tag team champions of the world <laughs> um okay so. We are going to get into our Flash review. Now, I should warn you right up front, this is going to be filled with spoilers. If you have not seen The Flash, get out of here. Or, you know, if you don't care about spoilers, I, I mean... I, if you I don't, don't care, care about spoilers, you can stay all you want. But just don't get mad at me when we've spoiled the movie. Now, um, we are... I'm going to go ahead... Well... Okay, so we're going to get... So let's not waste any more time, guys. And let's get into it. Let's talk about... The newest film in the DCEU, The Flash. We're in uncharted territory. Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. Are you ready? Ready. Let's go. Fancy friends. No, it was an Uber. Oh, exact. All right, guys, we are over the spoiler wall. We are going to talk about the Flash now. I want now instead of us basically jumping all over the place like we did for Across the Spider Verse, I have a list of things that we're going to go through. We're going to go through each topic of and just talk about our spoilers within that one topic. Okay. All right, so, but before we do that, um, we did our, Michael, you and I did our out of the theater reaction for The Flash, um, but for those who didn't see it, why don't you give your general impressions of the movie, um, now that you can also be open and, and spoil some things, what are uh, your general impressions? General impressions? Um, it's an okay movie, I had fun with it, there were some scenes in it, I thought I laughed, the baby... In the microwave. <laughs> um, love that scene. Um, um, I By love the way, that's an action scene in the movie. I should also let you. I should let you guys. No, know. no. Arthur Miller puts a baby in a microwave yeah. and pushes it in front of a flamethrower. <laughs> that's right. I just don't. I don't understand how the. I like. I know. I. I, I know the right. microwave is unplugged, but like. The baby doesn't die. Like nothing. I'm just sitting here like. It was funny though. Right. That scene was funny. Um, him, him, like the babies are falling. He has to save, and he just sees the the fucking vending machine with food. He's like, well, because he's low on, cal- he's got his calorie counter. Yeah, but off. like, it's just so funny. He's like, nah, and then like he bites the burrito in he the sh- microwave. He, he like shoves a burrito down his throat at one point. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it's just funny. Um, um, I like that. I, I, I want. I don't I, I don't know the actress's name, but the girl who plays Super uh, Su- uh, Sa- uh Sasha Sasha Kelly. I, I want her back as Super. I, I don't know how they're gonna do it. I want her back. Um, um, it, like overall the movie was okay. Batman, both Batmans are good, but Michael Keaton is, um, Michael Keaton. 
is the best part of the movie. He's the one that gets more to do because Ben Affleck doesn't really have much to do. Like he's only maybe in the beginning of the film, and we knew that going in. We knew Ben Affleck wasn't really gonna have that that much to do. Yeah, but we did. But the 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 scenes that he is in though, they're not bad. Are pretty damn cool. Like, <laughs> and you know, I really didn't like Ben Affleck's Batman, but I think it was just because of the movies. I, I know you didn't, but I, I really love Ben Affleck's Batman. <laughs> um, but um, but like um, I like I Ben. I mean Michael Keaton. Um, I just want to go off and say this. Uh, Michael Keaton is the best Batman ever. He actually um fulfills his uh goal. He saved Gotham City. Yeah, got in the movie Gotham City is safe. It's one of the safest places to live. So therefore, Michael Keaton is the best Batman. There's there's no argument yep. anymore. And the, I, I love I love the outfit. His outfit is still stiff. Like <laughs> he can barely move his neck. He just like has to move his whole body. <laughs> like what? We're thirty years in, uh, from his movie. Thirty plus years, and his and they was just like, no, Michael Keaton, your outfit, your back suit will still be stiff. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie. A part of me kind of wishes they had a scene in this movie that was similar to the scene in um, Batman uh, eighty eighty nine where. The guy jumps behind. And he's like, ah, shit! He falls to the floor. <laughs> I remember we did a bad, our bad bad movie marathon. We just died we off of that. We were laughing. Ah, he didn't even do anything. He, he killed was, himself. He wasn't even close. <laughs> I think you you were even yelling. My man wasn't even close. He wasn't. He just jumped and got, He just jumped to his death. That's what that was. <laughs> Assisted suicide. <laughs> um. So 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 that's your over. Um. Yeah, because um, we have points to talk about, so I don't want to just go... I don't want to spoil all the points right now. All right. Well, I'll give you guys my overall thoughts. Um, number one, when I went and saw this movie uh, three or four weeks ago, I watched a early cut of the film that did not include a little thing that happens at the end. Well, that's why I didn't talk about it, so I know we got to talk about um, it in the I'm not. I'm not going to bring it up yet. I'm not going to bring it up yet. Um, there's a little cameo that happens at the end of the movie that definitely was not in the in the cut that I saw, and there was no post credit scene. So the post credit scene wasn't there either. But that being said, I love this movie, and even after seeing the 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 stuff that was new for me, did not change my opinion at all. I still really love this movie. I think it is. It's a perfect balance of being really fun and really emotional. Much like how Suicide Squad found that perfect balance... The Su- James Gunn Suicide Squad ha- found that perfect balance of being um, fun, but also really emotional. Yes. <laughs> hand. Yes, that is your hand. Very good. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, that's what this movie... Felt- you know what it felt like for me? It felt like a remake... Of Back to the Future. I didn't think about it like that. It For me, it felt like a remake of Back to the... It almost felt like what would happen if... Like... If if this movie had come out in the 80s... And was, di- and was directed by Robert Zemeckis. Which he was supposed to direct this movie at one point. But he, he fell off. Um, along with many, many, many directors. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, I love this movie. I thought Ezra Miller was great in the film. Um, I know uh, Ezra Miller, unfortunately... Uh, here's my thing. Ezra Miller 
And we're going to talk about this in a little bit. I still don't think Ezra Miller should be the Flash after this. Which is my only thing. We got to talk about it. But that's my only thing. I wish they would have introduced Wally then. But there is no introduction to Wally. So, like... I mean, they can, I, they can introduce him later on in the movie. Yeah. That's not... But I, I just feel like... We, we... Everybody knows Urza's not coming back. He was really good at this movie, though. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows he's not coming back. Yeah, I know. So, therefore, I feel like they should have... did It, it should have been two introductions. Two, two post-credits. The second one should have been the one that we had. My first one would have been the introduction to Wally. Yeah. That would have been me. Just, just so we could get his... like. Plus, it almost felt like Barry Allen in um, in the theatrical cut of Justice League. Barry Allen felt more like Wally West than he did Barry Allen. Yeah. I mean, Zack Snyder's Justice League kind of fixes that issue. Like, Zack Snyder's Justice League, he actually feels like Barry Allen. But, like, in the theatrical cut, I remember watching the theatrical cut of Justice League thinking... This feels more like Wally West and not Barry Allen. Like, you know what's that? Like, we didn't have to do... We didn't have to, like... We didn't have to, like, uh, introduce in that post-credit. We didn't have to introduce Wally West getting his powers. Mm-hmm. But just introduce him in his universe. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. By, so, we know that he's there. Um, but uh, just finishing up my, my, my general impressions. Um, Ezra Miller was great. Michael Keaton was fantastic. Um, Supergirl was a standout for me. Oh, I, I want her back. Um, I do too. I they you know they announced that Supergirl woman uh woman of tomorrow I think it's called. Um, I hope they bring her back for that movie because I think just the way that James Gunn was describing Supergirl woman of tomorrow, I think Sasha Kelly's Supergirl would actually really fit that. I just didn't like her suit. I mean, not 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 that not that it's common accurate to her right. suit. I I just. I didn't like how it was blue here on like the very top and then I mean no red at the very top and the rest was blue. Um I kind of felt like if they would have just did like white on the sides or something and then would have put in the blue and red. Um because she she the crop top and the you know what she was supergirl house in the comics. I, I don't she, she her her supergirl's badass. I'm not saying you can't before I shoot myself in the mouth. I didn't mind that she didn't have her comic accurate costume. Right. What I really minded was just how the colors were. Um, that was my only off. Like I just felt like maybe they should have did half a half, not like just the t- like I don't know. It's the color scheme yeah. was off. Um. Let's see. Um. I just felt like the colors suit her. Yeah. Uh. What else did I? What else did I like? There was something else that I really really loved in this movie. I just can't think of what that. What that thing was. It had something to do with... Bad nipples? <laughs> Perfect. I was going to save that for the rest. I was, I was going to transition us into the uh, into the soundbite. Hold on. Um, talk to the audience. So, audience. Um, Urza Miller um, threw a chair at somebody. And there was no theater trolling in this movie. So, I mean... If you only wanted to go to throw chairs. Thank you, soundbite. What a cute day. It's ace to meet you. Ace age. He better come back. Oh my gosh. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, we'll say we'll save that for the for the later conversation. Um, let's go ahead and start breaking this down. Um, let's start with the commerce. Let, let's let's start with Ezra Miller as the Flash. We both agree he was great, but where do we stand on his future in the DC? I don't think he could come back. I agree. Like this movie kind of makes me want him back because he's just that good at playing Barry. But and, when, and, and, and before and before I before I before before we get the millions of comments who tell us oh it was they it's they it, it it is they you might hear me say he a lot it's it's no disrespect I, it's, it's We're not, not disrespect to be yeah I'm not being disrespectful um, when I say he you know I'm just I talk really fast so you I I might yeah. just spill it out on accident we're we're not we're not gonna get it right at first because <laughs> actually I did not know Urza Miller. Um, like to be called they until yesterday. Zeke told me yesterday. Well, yeah, because I got loaded with Instagram messages saying, um, Zeke, it's actually, they prefer to be called they. And I'm like, okay, my bad. I talk fast. <laughs> yeah, so if you hear me say he, I, okay, I apologize. Okay, so, so we, both, we both agree, we, we both kind of agree that he's, he's yeah. done. He, he has to be. And then, like, that's why I don't like... That's where the ending kind of falls flat for me. Because when he comes back... You know what they could... I, they You know what they could have did? Not, like, because when he comes... Like, other than introduce Wally, I they can't recast him because the movie is already shot. Yeah. But that's the problem. Right? That's the problem in itself. Because... But here's I, the thing. Nobody, nobody says... Like nothing says they can't recast him in a future movie, but he's already back in the current universe, so it wouldn't make sense. I mean, they recast. We we just talked about they recasted Terrence Howard. Yeah, and but nobody noticed. <laughs> nobody cares. I feel like people would notice though. I don't think they would. I really don't think they would. Is it because of all the background stuff? I think. They, I, are think you, I think us as like people who have been following this stuff. Would notice, but you, the casual movie the casual, goer, the casual movie goer isn't going to give a shit. They aren't going to give a shit, you know. Because who would you get the cast? Because I, I I have no fan casting right now for Flash. I, I my my thing is just go straight to Wally. Just I would love to actually get the um. You don't watch Cobra Kai, do you? I didn't watch it. Well, there's a kid who plays um, the the son of um, of uh, jo- of Johnny Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that? At? What's that kid's name? Hold on, that, let me go and search that up. Cobra, Cobra Kai. Uh, Tanner Tanner Buch- uh, Buchanan Buchanan. Um, he plays. Um, uh, Johnny Lawrence's son on um, Cobra Kai. Okay. I mean, you can cast him as I mean, Barry as as Barry Allen. Yeah, I mean, he's twenty four. Okay. So he's a little bit younger than Ezra Miller, but I wouldn't mind seeing him as Ezra Miller or um, maybe Finn, maybe Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. You know, it's like. Like you have options. It's not. It's not like. It's not like Ezra Miller is the only person. Who, yeah, but like I said, seen, I didn't have we, no fan casting. We've for seen it. we've seen Grant Gustin play this role. Before. We've seen Grant. I Gustin. mean, I wouldn't mind. 
Hey, I'm gonna say it. I know I didn't. I know I stopped watching The Flash after season three, but I did not mind Grant Gustin's Flash. I felt like oh, it was. was I felt like it was the other people that made the show horrible. Yeah, no, he was. He's great. Because even that Iris pissed me but, off. But I'll be honest. I don't think he has any interest in coming back because I think he's been doing the show. For, it's like, been nine seasons. That that's nine seasons of television, almost ten years of his life. He wants a break. Yeah. <laughs> this dude wants a break. But, like, I wouldn't be... I'm just saying, I... Um, so let's go and move on. Let's move on to the opening action scene. I'm just saying, Batman Bat, Bat, Batman was Vulture. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Um, let's, go and talk about, let's go and talk about the opening action scene. I love the... Fa- you know, most, most superhero films will come up with some cheap little action scene to kind of bring you into the movie, right? It's an action scene that has nothing to do with the with the overall plot of the movie, but they'll do that as a way for to bring the audience in, right? In Shazam: Fury of the Gods, they had that scene on the bridge. Okay. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> real, did I really just save you while listening to this song? <laughs> no way. Um, and in this one, they come up with one of the most clever. Um, opening action sequences. Batman is as Ben Ben Affleck's Batman is essentially chasing down. Um, is it Falcone's son or he just said some mob Mar- boss's Mar- son? Mar- Maroni's son. I, I want to say Maroni. It was, it was one of those two. Because he has a he he fucking um got a, a deadly virus. Yeah. Um. So Batman's chasing them. Meanwhile, the Flash has to prevent a uh, a hospital from collapsing. First of all, let's get this straight. The Flash is in the middle of a conversation because he's late from work, trying to get a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and his usual lady is not there. And he's low on calories. And he's low on calories. And the guy is the slowest sandwich maker I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I know the Flash is supposed to be fast. He he does this. <laughs> he goes through this whole entire action scene, and then he comes back. All of a sudden, his sandwich is done, and I'm like, "Really? That took you that long to make a sandwich?" Gotham. He saved Gotham. Yeah, seriously. My man went from Central City to Gotham, <laughs> and that's not a short. That's not a short drive. <laughs> um, I love that, and. Here's the thing. I remember when I saw the movie for the first time, I I knew Ben Affleck was going to be in this movie. I had no idea Gal Gadot was going to be in it. Yeah, her 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 cameo was a surprise. I feel like she's on the she cameo showed budget. Up, I went I went Oh shit. Like I I I was sitting next to a good friend of the show, Monique. I was sitting next to her and I just I yelled out, "Oh shit." And she just went Quiet, man. <laughs> she's like, she's like, quiet, bro. Like, I'm trying to watch this movie. Hey, man. Only thing I'm saying is, they have her own cameo voice call. She, they got I, her on speed dial. I think she's I, for for her. I I think she's going to be Wonder Woman. I don't see her. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, no. They they got her on speed dial. No, I I I don't think they're recast. I don't think they're recasting her as Wonder Woman. No. I think she's staying. So yes, no, they they have Gal Gadot on speed dial. They have Gal Gadot on speed dial, and they're just like, "Hey, hey, can you come cameo in Shazam?" Yeah, I'll be there. Hey man, can you come cameo in Wonder Woman? Sure, I'll be there. Wonder and Woman then, cameos in Wonder Woman. I, 
Sorry. The cameo's in The Flash. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Wonder Woman, can you come cameo in your own in your own movie? Can you come? Can you, can you do a cameo in Paradise Lost? <laughs> hey, can, can you cameo in, in this Looney Tunes cartoon right quick? Hey, can you cameo in Creature Commandos? In the Creature Commandos animated show? <laughs> hey, can you do a cameo in um, Harley Quinn? <laughs> Don't James, you have... James Gunn did a cameo on Harley Quinn. <laughs> that was such a good episode. Okay, uh, yeah, in that episode, we're going to have you date Kite Man. Oh, man. Anyway. Okay. Um, I will say this. I love the dynamic between the two different Barry Allens. Um, Barry basically interacting with his 18-year-old self. Um, I love that. And I love, And I loved how he basically got to see... Just how slightly annoying he was as an eighteen-year-old, you know. I I I think I think he got to see how slightly annoying he was now. <laughs> um, and I, I loved I love that I love that whole dynamic, um, and I love it when the new Barry, when the eighteen-year-old Barry gets his powers, and and he starts phasing through walls like like he's like. Barry, phasing through walls takes years. It took me years to figure out how to... He phases through the floor. <laughs> Butt-ass naked. <laughs> yeah. Freaks out his neighbors. Um, and, uh, oh! Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly. Now, you were in the bathroom for the, for the um, actual, like, whole... That whole section of the movie... I tried to go as fast but, as I but can. There were, but there was a moment in the film where they're basically... Where basically Barry realizes that he's changed reality. And one of the ways he figures it out is that... Michael J. Fox does not play Marty McFly in Back to the Future. It's Eric Stoltz who was originally supposed to play Marty McFly. Like, and you can go back and watch the behind the scenes for Back to the Future. They shot... A majority of the movie with Eric Stoltz, and there's even footage of Eric Stoltz in Back to the Future. Like, there's that one shot of Back to the Future where Marty like leans over and notices he's sitting next to his dad. They shot that exact same shot, but it's with Eric Stoltz instead of um, Michael J. Fox, right? Mm. Well, well, that's how they. And then like they even started bringing up other casting decisions like that that never happened, but that happened in in this reality. So Kevin Bacon was um, Iceman in Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they started like doing all that, and that was and that was a fun way to kind of basically, um, that was that was a fun way to kind of get us to realize, oh, he's changed reality. In going back in time, he's changed reality. And by the way, I still think. One of the best ways of, of explaining what a time paradox is. It's, it's with spaghetti? It's with spaghetti. Hey, how Loki wants a spaghetti, though, too. I know. Like, I've been wanting spaghetti yeah, since man, we should make some. We should make some right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this following podcast, during the podcast, Michael's going to be making us some spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, God, now I do want some spaghetti. That movie didn't want, uh, did want me to make spaghetti. Oh, man. Now... I still want spaghetti so bad now. Dang, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I listeners. I can't remember the last time I had like an actual spaghetti. Like I can't remember the last time I actually had spaghetti. I'll make some for you next time you come over. Oh, man. Maybe maybe we'll we'll watch um 
<laughs> DC League of Super Pets and why and eat spaghetti while watching DC League I make some mom's spaghetti. Well, me personally, I feel like mom, I make mom, some mom's spaghetti. You know, palms are sweaty, knees are weak, <laughs> arms are <laughs> Vomits on his sweater? There's vomit on his sweater mom's already. Spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, he was calm and ready to drop bombs, but he keeps on forgetting what um, he wrote down. <laughs> um, and then we get introduced to Michael Keaton, and <laughs> his introduction is great because he beats up both versions of Barry with a frying pan <laughs> and a shoe and a shoe. <laughs> And that's where we figure out that Michael Keaton is the greatest Batman that's ever lived on this. Uh, yeah, he cleared, he cleared the streets of Gotham. Because he's not Batman when they meet him. And and you know what else I loved? I loved when he finally does get in his bat suit, right? And they're going to Siberia. And he's and he's and all of a sudden he's like, You're strapped to your parachutes. And, and the one berry, where's yours? <laughs> And by the way, the use of the Batman theme. Bum, 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 bum. The OG bum. Batmobile. The, the original Batmobile. The bat, the, the bat, Batwing. Is that what, is that what the, the flying? Yeah. Is called, the Batwing. Because um, everything is just, it, 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 it really shows that everything has been collecting dust in the, in the Warner Brothers property flat. Yeah. <laughs> um, because when you see it. Yeah. It's all cobweb. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. But we never do get to... I, my biggest bummer, we never do get to see him drive the Batmobile. No, no. He's and, a... I did, and I kind of wanted to see him drive the Batmobile. I'm not going to lie. Da, da, da. Um, Man, I think for them to get that motherfucker up and running. Yeah. Um, and, I, I, and I will say this. I also did like the fact that he um, ultimately helps the... Um, Future Barry get his powers back. Oh yeah, like that was really cool. That's actually in the movie too. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the animated movie. My bad. Yeah, I know. I said the movie. Like yeah, we're not yeah. talking about the movie. Um, but I, I just thought Michael Keaton's role was perfect, and and the fact that he that he dies. Now here's my question to you: Since Barry went back and fixed. The, the time paradox. Do you think Michael Keaton's dead? No. So you think he's still alive? I think he's still alive. Because how dare they kill the vulture? Now, do you think we could get an Elseworlds movie with him in the future? I would be down. I would be down. I would love to see it. I want to see a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton. Oh, he, uh, yeah, he's already old. How about Terry McGinnis? He's the same age as Bruce Wayne would be in Batman Beyond. So, I mean, why not? Like, you can cast a young Terry McGinnis. Yeah, know. but, like, we just saw my... So, we're going to cast him as Ode Cranky? Yeah. <laughs> this is Ode Cranky Batman. <laughs> um, and I love I loved the little nods to the original movie, too. I loved, um, like, the fact that they found Joker's laugh bag. Oh, yeah. Um and I loved, <laughs> I loved the line. You want to get nuts? Let's get, get nuts. nuts. Um, I love that. Uh, and that was in the trailer, but I I don't care. It was like seeing it in context of the movie. It's just, are you in? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Um, I still love his suit. 
I mean, love how like it's still it's he still can barely move his he still can't even move his neck. <laughs> it's just like thirty years, but it was just like I never once thought that that suit was bulletproof. But I, apparently it is because yeah. he because he's using his cape to block bullet. He's like having a million bullets shot at him. Not one bullet is going through that cape, and I'm just like. I didn't know your suit was bulletproof. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, okay, so we're talking about Michael Keaton with Batman. Uh, okay, Sasha Cowley. Let's talk about Supergirl. Um, now, I know you had points about her suit, but the character itself, though, you overall really um, enjoyed... Like what they did with her as as a character, as Supergirl. I loved her. I, yeah. I she was a badass. She has she has a lot of really great moments. Like I I love when she she finds out that Zod killed Kal El, and I just wanna. I know we're talking about her, but to me, Zod was a disappointment. I'm actually gonna get into that later in my in my in my negatives because okay. I, I feel the same way. <laughs> I feel the same way. Um, but uh, I love when when uh, when when Zod is like, um, we didn't say we didn't save the uh, the infant didn't survive. Boom and just starts well to beat his ass. Yeah, just like oh. My gosh. And, like, I, I hope to God we see her back as Superman. Bro. As Supergirl. Beat his ass. Hey, Henry Cavill didn't even beat that yeah. man's ass like yeah. that. Henry Cavill saw this movie and was like, wait. This girl literally picked up a piece of his ship and used it almost like Triple H's sledgehammer. Boom. <laughs> it's like, it's Oh my gosh, it was so great. It was so great to see that. And it's the fact that she's getting her ass whooped and she still dies kind of pisses me off. Yeah. But again, that goes back to the whole thing. Like, do we think she's actually dead now that... No, I don't think so. Yeah. But like, I... For, I say I don't think. I hope so because I want her in the main continuity. I, I want her in, in our in our, in our our main universe too. Like, she's I want her so... Back. I loved her... I know we only saw her for like a little bit amount of time, but I loved her. Yeah, I I, I did too. I thought she was fantastic. Um, uh, we'll get into Zod in a little bit, but I do agree with you. Zod was a little bit wasted. I felt he. Um, was, I I get his point. He started his well, point well, good. Well, yeah. Well, we we know what his motivation is because this is the same Zod from Man of Steel, so we know. What his motivation is, I just felt like for him, for you to promote him in in the trailers, General Zod is back, and and he's only really in the third in the third, third act. act. He's not really in the rest of the movie. Which, by the way, I did like how they acknowledged that the Flash was there during the Battle of Metropolis. Oh yeah, and but. He just got his powers. But he had just gotten his powers and he didn't know how to use them. So that's why he didn't help. 
and I love that. You, I want to know because because I I remember when when Ben vs Superman came out and they, there was like this thing like Wonder Woman had been around for hundreds of years and then it was like Aquaman's been around and I'm like okay so if all these other heroes were around where were they when General Zod was about to wipe out the Earth like where the hell was Aquaman where was Wonder Woman? Let's help be honest. What was Aquaman going to do? Flood the city? <laughs> flood, flood Metropolis? <laughs> Put Metropolis in the water? What the? You know I love Jason Momoa, but when people tell, when people say that, you know what my mind actually thinks of? I think of Super Friends Aquaman. <laughs> what is he going to do? Like I love Jason Momoa. I love his Aquaman, but I don't know why. I still think of that Aquaman. <laughs> well, we're gonna get into the post credit scene, but you think he's starting to that Aquaman? <laughs> I love oh god I love this as Aquaman um I hated his movie but I love him as Aquaman um let's see um the final action scene great I love the final act I, I loved it overall I just wish they would have gave Salvatore we talking about that one right the one with all the cameos or are we talking about I haven't I haven't gotten to the cameos yet. Cause you said final action scene. That, I just said I just, I, I just said final action scene. I, I I was gonna wait for the cameos though. But no, no, I just want to know what action scene we was talking about. I was, that talking, was my bad. I was talking about like when when they when they land when um, the two berries and then Supergirl all land on the battlefield. Okay, that one. That was great, and the fact that both berries decided to keep reversing time was really cool. Um... I loved how Michael Keaton kind of went out during that battle scene. Kind of went out pretty, like, pretty badass. And he killed the giant. And he he did kill a giant on his way. He's like, he's like, if in case no, in case nobody else knew I was the best Batman, watch what I do to this giant. Boom, 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 just killed him right then and there. And then he, that, that's why I kind of got mad that he died. I was like, he killed the giant. He, <laughs> he I know he old, but um, okay. So Barry goes back in time again and then confronts I'm what I'm guessing is an older Flash. Um, um I think in if I remember correctly, I wish I would have called him Salvatar. But he's not Salvatar, but um yeah, it's the older Flash. I mean they they kinda What what was his name? Like something uh Hold on. Um, Flash alter egos. Because there's like multiple different It is. But Jay Garrick. I. You, do you think that was Jay, Do you think that was maybe Jay Garrick? Are you talking about the one who pushes him out? The first one? I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the one who was basically transformed into that giant like creature thing. I don't think that was Jay. Cause Jake, I cause no, cause was, that one, that's that Barry, that's his other Barry. Cause when his other Barry died, oh, so he's the so he he's the old he's the older yeah older Barry. Okay, I see what you mean. I yeah, cause I'm like I'm cause like, he's the that? one that gets reversed through. Cause I don't know if you noticed it, but his his things were because Barry kept re- reversing time. And he kept getting stabbed, yeah. Yeah. and then when he kills the other Barry. 
before Flash reverses, he disappears. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's the that it's Barry, but it's yeah. um. But let's let's actually talk about these cameos. We see Christopher Reeve, Superman. I almost walked out. The, I almost walked out the. Door. I know, I know. You you don't really like Superman, but I I was happy to see Christopher Reeve there because I love those movies. Actually, um, I've loved. I've always I, I've always liked Chris. <laughs> I've always liked Christopher Reeves as Superman, so it was cool to see him there. Um, we see. I Adam, sleep. We saw Adam West. Adam West. Adam West. Batman. Adam West. Um, the old, like the old, like nineteen thirties Flash. We saw him, uh, which was pretty cool. But wouldn't the, that be Jay? I think that would be Jay Garrett. That one is probably Jay Garrett. Um, but the one that got me. Excited that made me almost. I wouldn't mind seeing his. This this cameo almost made me pee my pants. I wouldn't mind seeing that 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 movie. So okay, so so let so let me set the picture here, okay. In Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, spoiler alert for that movie, we saw Peter Parker Spider Man. We we saw spectacular Spider Man. And you know how my you 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 remember my reaction. I screamed. Exactly. Like a little girl. When Nicolas Cage turns around and you see him in his Superman outfit, there was one person that screamed <laughs> you. That screamed and it was me. And once again, Monique sitting next to me was like, quiet, dude. God. <laughs> just like, I'm just like, I couldn't help it. I was like, ah! He's, he's back! He's here! It's Nicholas Cage! I got to see him as Superman! <laughs> and he's fighting, he's fighting a giant spider in that scene also. <laughs> and I and I told I told you about the uh Yeah, because he, he was supposed he was supposed to fight the giant spider. Yeah, um Kevin Smith wrote that wrote that script. Um and I I really want to see what Kevin Smith's reaction is to that scene though. Because he he wrote the script for that movie, and I mean, he was always very bitter about the fact that they never used his script for Superman for the what they what it was called what was called the death of Super. Uh, well, no, sorry, the movie was called Superman Lives. The documentary that they made about the movie is called The Death of Superman Lives. What happened? By the way. For those of you who have not, if you have not checked out that documentary, The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened, one of the best documentaries ever. Because it really goes into the making of that movie, but ultimately how that movie never happened. Uh, only thing I'm saying is, if I didn't get my Spider-Man Noir in Across the Spider-Verse because of this cameo... <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I I think there's a whole other reason why we didn't get Spider-Man Noir. Because he's going to be Beyond be the Spider-Verse. Because I think they were saving him for Beyond the Spider-Verse. Plus, I mean, think about it. They had so many characters. Hey, him and Hobie? About to be fire. <laughs> I know. that. Like, I can't, I can't wait. You know, speaking of his role in, uh, into the, one of my favorite lines from Nicolas Cage of Spider-Man Noir... We don't pick the ballroom. We just dance. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this cue. He's like, but I'm going to figure it out. Wherever I go, the wind falls. And the wind 
Smells like rain. <laughs> um, Spider-Man but out of out of all those cameos, what can he you... play in a live action? I think the I think the I think they did they, they was, announce? I think they said that's what the direction they're gonna go in. If that's true, I'm all down for it. Because I know that's supposed to be Amazon. Yeah. But um, just going back to the Flash, um, <clears throat> the only one cameo I wish they did. I told you this. I wish they did the DC AU. Mm. Just so and just have Kevin Conroy yeah. do the the uh, the, the Batman inaugural I, speech. The I'm vengeance. I am the I am the knight. I am Batman. I wish they would have did that. Cause Kevin Conroy just died last yeah. year, and I feel like that would have been a nice. Tribute. I feel like that would have been the perfect tribute. Yeah. Because I feel like these. I feel like they haven't did a tribute for him yet. Mm-hmm. If, because I I know they didn't do one for Shazam, I think that was the only movie that came out since his death. Yeah, I guess I guess that was I, I want to say that was the only other movie that came out since because he, he died the the week we did the spider the Spider Man Museum. Yeah, and they they already caught the Comic Con Museum already had to shoot me for him. Yeah, so that's why I'm like. Um, I, 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 I know James Gunn did a couple of reshoots. I would have added that world in just for the tribute. Yeah. Or his voice, or at least bring in his voiceover in like editing or something. Yeah. You know? Um, so Barry Allen ends up fixing the timeline. Did he know? <laughs> um, they go to court. They clear his dad's name. Iris. Iris found a way to piss me off. Yeah, in a movie, I get pissed. I, I don't you want to ask me out for dinner? And I and you're you were like, no, you can ask him out. It's 2023. You can you you clearly want to be taken out. So hey, Barry, let's go to dinner. You want to go to dinner with me, Barry? (laughs) You want to ask me out on a date? It's 2023, Iris. 2023. The girls can't ask out guys all of a sudden. Get with the times, Iris. Come on. Um, but after all that, Barry's phone rings. And this out, is where it cut off for you in the he, early t- he takes out the phone. It says Bruce Wayne. And when I saw the movie, that was it. Cut to black, directed by Andy Muschietti, music plays, and the lights came on. And they were like, okay, guys, you guys can leave now. <laughs> Shame. Because what happens? <laughs> Because what happens after... Tell me what happens. A car pulls up to the courthouse. Uh-huh. Pretty creature. We see, we see a bodyguard standing in front of a man with gray hair. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, when I saw the gray hair, I went... Oh, who's that? Is this a new actor? Oh, oh. New actor? Oh, hey, paint the scene for me, Pastor. And the bodyguard moves out of the way. And it's a bearded George... Clooney. Free the Batnip 2026! And in the immortal words of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Kill the dinosaurs! The Ice Age! <laughs> I said that after the movie. I was like, yes. Guys, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> it's ice to meet you. It is Hold on. I freeze. I'm Batman. 
I hope to God, I really hope to God, in Batman Brave and the Bold, uh, he walks in on Damian Wayne and goes, Hey, Damian, I'm Batman. <laughs> now, I, I think this short shooting, this version, is going to be more serious than yeah, Batman no, and Robin. No, 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 definitely. Like, George Clooney is obviously going to be playing a very different version of the character. Okay. Now, first of all, here's the thing. Okay. Let's just get this out of the way. Nobody has said that George Clooney is going to be the Batman of the DC. But as of right now. <laughs> as of right now, we are speculating that George, Lu- that George Clooney, I almost said George Lucas, that George Clooney is going to be the Batman of the DCU. And we're freeing the Batman? And if he is... I do think he's going to be playing a different version of the I think he is. Even though the Batman Brave and the Bold is a cheesy cartoon. I just wish they had gone with a different... I think think you rather Michael Keaton had just came back. uh, See, I would have gone more with like a Jensen Ackles from The Boys. Oh! A Jensen Ackles. um, Maybe Carl Urban. Um... I mean, there's so, I mean, there's so many people who could yeah. play. I mean, John Hamm. Like, there's so many. Different oh no, you said John Hamm last night. Well, yeah, John Hamm has has always been John Hamm's been my number one choice for Batman for for years. Um, but look, I want if, you to know- if George Clooney does play Batman in DCU, do you like the choice? Or does it give you too many bad bad flashbacks? It don't give me bad flashbacks. It gives me memes. Free the Batnip. Bring on the Bat credit cards. It saves money. Seven million. <laughs> I never leave the cave without it. Hey, hey, guess what? Warner Brothers, James Gunn, saw George Clooney. He saw Batman and Robin. And you know what? And you know what he saw? Money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> the bat credit card. Seven million. Cha-ching. That's exactly what George now, Clooney... Now all we need... We need Chris O'Donnell to come back and play Nightwing. That, there we go. <laughs> That's what George Clooney said when he got the role. I still have the bat credit card. <laughs> let's see. Let's look. Let's 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 see. Who who can come back from... Let's just see who can come back from Batman or Robin. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, let's bring back... We, well, we got George Clooney. Okay, George Clooney's coming back. Um, Chris O'Donnell can come back as Nightwing. Okay, okay. Um, Uma Thurman can come back and play Black Cat instead of playing Poison Ivy. We can have her play Black Cat. How does she look now? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger can come back and play uh, Cyborg. (laughs) I have him coming back as a... (laughs) Watch the internet. Watch the internet go crazy for that race change. (laughs) What cute... Um, Alicia Silverstone can come back and play, um... She can play back, she can play Oracle. No, 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 I was thinking she can come back. <laughs> she can play Starfire. She can come back and play Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but in all seriousness, okay, in all seriousness, that... Honestly, genuinely got me, really surprised me. And I will say this, it does leave, it does leave me with a lot of questions as to 
is George Clooney going to be part of the D- of James Gunn's DCU and all that stuff? I, it does. It I, does raise a few questions. It does. I mean, like I said, is this two ways we could go? A different Batman, or I'm getting more memes. I'm right now. To me, right as of right now, opinions can change tomorrow when I take this more seriously. But as of right now, it's a win-win for me. The world burns, or or better, juice George Clooney Batman. <laughs> Frankly, the anarchist is out tonight. The world can burn, and I'll still be happy. <laughs> um, although I will say this when I saw the great I, I seriously thought we were getting a new actor no you're getting George Clooney and I will say this my speculation is that I thought because Andy Muschietti had mentioned that they were holding off the post credit scene and the real ending to the film and I thought the post credit scene was gonna be a um a baby Superman coming to coming to Earth. And that would be a lead up to Superman Legacy. We obviously didn't get that. No. Instead the post credit scene is something a little bit more fun. Barry Allen basically drags Aquaman out of a bar. After very he tells dr- him what- very drunk Aquaman. After he tells him what happened. Yeah. <laughs> he tells him the whole story about what happened. And he's so confused. He's like he's like so let me let me guess. You went back and and then he falls asleep in a puddle. <laughs> and he's like, "Give me another drink. Here, give this to the bartender." I don't think they accept this. They they just tell them what it is. This is a Lance's treasure. And he just falls asleep in the puddle. He <laughs> falls asleep in the puddle. I love that. I know it has. It's it's not setting up for future movies. It was just really fun to watch. <laughs> Cause, because I love their... Because it seems like Ezra... Uh, uh, Barry Allen and Aquaman... Have a good friendship. Have a really tight friendship. Because they had their little moment in Peacemaker where... Go fuck another fish, asshole. I'm so fucking sick of that rumor. It's not a rumor. <laughs> fuck you, Barry. <laughs> um... So they had their little moment there. And I just think now we're starting to actually... Like, with every movie and TV show that they... With every time they show... No, we're not getting that no time ever again. That was our last moment of them together. Yeah, I know. It's a shame. Why did... Ezra Miller, why did you have to go do stupid things? Um, okay. There was no chair throwing, there was no, uh, chair throwing in this movie. That, yeah. it, it was automatically deduction of a point for me. Um, Let's go ahead and name off the negatives real quick. Um, I thought the CGI was terrible. Oh, ass! It was terrible. Looked like a video. Looked like a uh, PlayStation Three video game at times. A PlayStation Two video game looks better. Really? You thought it was that? Bad. You thought it was that? Bad. Polygon Spider Man now looks better. Polygon Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. You ever I, played uh, Spider Man Two in the GameCube? I did not know. So, um, in the cutscenes, I don't know if it was like this on the PS2, because I didn't play Spider-Man 2 on the PS2. So, in the cutscenes of the spot when he's talking, it's choppy. Like, he, it's like this. Like, you can tell, like, he's choppy. 
But it's like nothing wrong. It's just that's how it's that's how the frame rate is. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was better. Yeah. Um, I thought the CGI was terrible. Um, I didn't like the the CGI babies for me. Like I remember seeing that, and somebody got explain to me how that baby. And, in the and you know what's didn't... funny? Because I saw it early, I was like, okay, they're showing this early. They told us it wasn't finished, so obviously they're still working on the effects. Okay, that's fine. But the effects really didn't improve from that first screen because they looked exactly the same. So did you had nightmares last night? Yes, I did. CGI babies. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Monique's on her honeymoon right now. I can't bother her about it. Um, uh, here's here's one that I Iris West I felt like could have been just removed from the movie. I mean, she she pissed me off. Um, that I, Iris already pissed me off. Although I will say this, the one scene that I enjoyed with her, that scene where she goes into Barry's apartment. <laughs> just, just <laughs> wow! This is a lot tidier than I thought it than I thought it was. Yeah, well, I'm a I'm a clean person. <laughs> Let me get his drinks, <laughs> and he goes and steals the beers from his neighbors. <laughs> um. So, I. But other than that one scene, I just thought Iris didn't really. Again, you could cut her out, and you the movie would not change. You you could have, you could have. Um, and I agree with you. Uh, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but I thought Zod. Eh, yeah, eh, he's he's literally he's he shows up, and then he's just out that quick. <laughs> it's like, he didn't even get defeated. Yeah, no, no. Um, he's getting his ass whooped too. That's why I didn't like. He's getting his ass whooped and he got like one stab and then game yeah, over. I'm just yeah, like, it's just it was it was not a good. It wasn't really for me. It wasn't like, really that great. Like before your commentators go off, like oh well, I mean, Supergirl just got her powers. I understand, but it's still like, but also like like. I mean, it's also like one st- like he's getting his ass whooped. And and look, the thing I think the thing is that Michael Shannon is such a great actor, and to just have him there, just for the third act, and have him basically do nothing. That's literally what he he just stabs her. He's just stand. He basically just stabs her. Like, and he's there to show off how powerful Supergirl is. That's really it. You know, it's almost like... Because um, even, like... Even, like... He, I know he's supposed to be the main guy, but then, like... I'm calling him Salvatar, because that's what he reminds me of from the Flash uh, show. Because um, I, I, I haven't... I don't really notice myself in Flash comics. Maybe I should, but I'm more of a Marvel guy when it comes to comics. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I'm calling, I'm calling him Salvatar. Um, maybe Salvatar is... Because um, uh, in, the, in the show, Salvatar... In the Flash show, he's yeah, uh, yeah. older Barry, so mm-hmm. um, that's what I'm thinking he was supposed to be. So that's why I'm like, I, I'm not saying he was the big bad, but like even he's in the third act, and that's why I'm like, Zod didn't even get a whole third act by himself. Yeah, no, I I agree. I just thought it was a waste. It was it was a waste. I I 
and I wish he had more to do, but he didn't. And um, but I will say this: I overall did like the fact that what it really came down to was that Barry had to go back, let his mom die. And I love that scene. Oh my gosh, we haven't really. Touched, I'm surprised you didn't cry. We haven't really touched on the emotional beats of the film, but that scene where he's talking to his to his mom and he's in the grocery store. In the grocery store. No, that was a good scene. It's so heartbreaking. I'm surprised you didn't cry. I will say this: I did get choked up in that first screening that I saw it in. I just, I, I literally did this, and. I I just am like it's it's just so heartbreaking because it's like this whole movie was about and even he tells Michael Keaton this early on in the film when Michael Keaton asks him why why do you want to fight to save this one he says because this is the one where my mom lives and ultimately what is ultimately going to save the multiverse really is he has to let his mom he has to let his mom die are you sure it's not the spaghetti (laughs) no it all comes down to a a can of tomatoes (laughs) um okay so we touched on all that Michael final thoughts on the film um I don't know if you want to do scores out of 10 but I'm scoring it out of 10 I feel like that's what we're gonna do on Sunday on my podcast so so what are your final thoughts and then the score? score out of 10 my final thoughts, um, a funny movie. There's some part I, the parts I liked, I really liked. But in the overall of it, it was just okay. Um, will I go see it again? I mean, I could definitely see myself seeing it again. Just one more, just at least one more time. Um, and then I could probably wait for it to come on Max to watch it again. But overall, if I, if I don't, it's one of those, if I don't see it again, in theaters, I I, it's, I can wait to Max to watch it. I mean, it's better than Shazam. I give you that. And I think Shazam to me was just a Skittle commercial. <laughs> now let me let me ask you this: Where would you put it as far as like DC EU films? Like, do you think it's up there with like Suicide Squad and all those films, or do you think it's like bottom tier? I got it middle of the pack. Middle middle of the road. Middle of the road. I mean, yeah, middle of the road. Alright. Um, like I said, the parts I like, I like. Right, right, right. Um, I know you didn't like the CGI babies, but the baby was in a microwave and got tossed in a flamethrower and still lived. That baby's a meta-human. I don't care what you tell me. <laughs> that baby's going to be... That baby might as well be... He's booster girl. He's booster gold. <laughs> that baby's a meta-human, okay? Um, he's He's one of the authority. <laughs> Probably. He probably has memory of the Flash putting him in a microwave in front of a flamethrower. Or he might he might be Swamp Thing. Oh. <laughs> oh, that man. Oh, damn. That man got canceled. Um, <laughs> before his seat, before his first episode. <laughs> um, so, my final thoughts. Um, I loved this movie. Um... While I respect both James Gunn and David Zaslav, I don't think this is one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Um, I wouldn't say it's even in the top ten for me. But it's still a really great film. 
Um, I thought the action was great. I thought the humor worked for me. The humor was good. The um, funny parts landed. The performances from Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton were fantastic. The cameos were great. Um, and I loved the way they kind of handled the whole multiverse thing. While, while, yes, it's there, they never once made it feel too convoluted. And they didn't really reference it as the multiverse. Whereas, whereas I feel like um, Marvel has done a really bad job with their multiverse films because they've they've made it feel so convoluted. Not even that. What I feel like things are supposed to be a multiverse film, like Thor God and Thunder, Gore is a multiverse villain. He kills. Well, I mean, they had a whole um, etern. What was it? Etern the eternity, or is that what the? Yeah. The guy, the the thing was called that he was trying to get a wish from, um, like that. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, I I felt like that was just a set of Hercules. I, I feel like this and Spider Verse have both done a really good job with the multiverse. Because you know what they did, it's just simplified. It's it's simplified. It's it's simplified. Why Marvel the Sacred Timeline? It's not it's not convoluted like. It's not there because what I feel like most what Marvel uses their multiverse for. Hey guys, you. Hey guys, people really want to see John Krasinski as Reed Richards, so let's bring him back as Reed Richards. Hey guys, people really want to see. Uh, I don't know. People want to see an older uh, the the classic Loki costume, so let's just see a let's just see alligator Loki and all this other crap. It's like, they're not really doing... It's not really fitting with what the story is supposed to be. Whereas, Spider-Verse, they use the multiverse as a way of bringing... Of telling a really hard emotional story. The Spider-Verse is a stupid name. <laughs> it's called the Arachnopolyvoid Universe. Which is stupid too, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love this movie. Um... Again, I don't give scores out of ten, but uh, I'll I'll do it here. Um, I I gotta give it a solid nine for me. I gave it a seven. I mean, oh, maybe, I forgot you didn't give us. Yeah, for me, my score was a seven out of ten. Um, it's not bad. I well, I think seven out of ten is a good yeah. score. I think it's I think it's I think that's my seven good. out of ten is like literally middle because right. I feel like very overall. I'm an easy person to get into and invest into. Yeah. So, like, if you really, like, when I left the theater, even though I made the joke of Batnip 2026 and um, what killed the dinosaurs, the Ice Age, overall, I could just kind of felt like, it was like, eh. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. Um, it wasn't like Spider-Verse, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. It's, and that's fair. And that's, that's completely fair. Um, yeah, uh, that's, I, I really, like I said, I really love this movie. Um, I'm, I, I, I've seen it twice now. I think twice is probably as much as I'm going to see it. I might see it again for a third time, but I, I don't know. There's just so many movies coming out within the next couple weeks. I w- I really want to go see that new horror movie, uh, Black, uh, The Blackening. Oh. Have you seen that trailer for that? I actually, man, you got T-Mobile, right? 
I have a Verizon, yeah. Oh, well, dude, I can't tell you what T-Mobile did for, for people like me. But I, I think I missed the date on it. On the T-Mobile Tuesdays app, they have a $5 movie ticket for the Blackening. Yeah, see, for Joyride, which we're planning on seeing, right? Yeah. Oh, jo- a Joyride. I mean, but I think I have to use it. I have to use it by the twenty eighth. Ooh, saving my stuff. Well, I mean, when 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 Joyride. No, comes. I have to redeem it by the ninth. Oh, July ninth. Yeah, I copied and redeemed it. Okay, then then we'll use it for for Joyride. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I uh. We have that. We have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We, we have we have so many movies coming out. Like it's we have Barbie. Uh, I'm going to promote Barbie. I'm promoting everybody should see Barbie. <laughs> it has John Cena. Um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I know. Well, I know so many young young um, eight year old little girls who are excited to see Oppenheimer. I I know <laughs> so many eight year old girls. Who are so excited to see Oppenheimer. You know what? That comes off as really creepy. Me saying I know a lot of eight-year-old girls. That comes off as really, really creepy. I'm, I'm going to probably edit that out. I I didn't want to tell you that. But I should probably edit that out. No, later. keep it in. Because I didn't want to tell, I didn't want to tell you that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Oppenheimer should have um, been uh, produced by Michael Bay. Because explosion. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh my god! It's explosivo. Oh my god. Um. So, any uh any other final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um. Not really. Um. But you know you can always come by and check out uh down to hang out. Oh yeah. Well, we'll 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 go ahead and wrap this up then. Uh. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening, um, Michael. Thank you for joining me on hey, the Zetsu Show. Anytime. Um, if y'all want to follow me on anything, um, yeah. Uh, t- I was just gonna say, well, let them know where they can find you. Uh, y'all can find me on Instagram at uh, Greatness Lives On, or uh, my Twitter is one and only underscore MJ. And then uh, come check out the the me and uh, the other guys. Oh, Zeke, uh, Zeke, um, Zeke has been a part of our show, um, Into the Spider-Verse. He really enjoyed it. Um, it's a down to hangout, um, dot FM. That's our Instagram handle. Um, our YouTube is down to hangout. And I want to say our TikTok is also under down to hangout too. Um, then we also have, um, a Twitch channel. Um, the two of the guys play Twitch. I want to say Malik right now. Last time I talked to him on the Twitch, he was playing Jedi Survivor. And he throws out anything um, on the YouTube channel where we just started like a month ago. So if you want to, I, 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 they, I they, they put out some pretty good content. I'm down down to hang out there. Those guys are doing some really cool stuff over there. So you guys want to definitely go and check uh, check their stuff out. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Um, in your comments, um, we we taking suggestions on what you want us to talk about. So y'all can go ahead and um, you know, type out your suggestions. Um, it's like out of the whole group only like four of us been there consistently but it's like supposed to be six of us so we're, I'll definitely take the time out and read them I won't be doing nothing at work anyway <laughs> <laughs> um okay mm-hmm. uh and then of course you guys can uh find me everywhere on at Zeke said so Twitter at Zeke said so uh Instagram at Zeke Said So Pictures I changed the Instagram handle it's now Zeke Said So Pictures on Instagram um Go to the Zeke Said So Pictures YouTube channel. 
Uh, I just put up my out of the theater reaction for. Uh, wait, I don't. I actually don't think I did that. Uh, my out of the theater reaction for Elemental will be going up uh, later to later tonight on the on the YouTube channel. So uh, make sure you guys look out for that. Um. Again, special thanks to Michael for joining me. And uh, guys, that will do it for this week's episode of the Zeke Sensor Show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, please make sure you share it and subscribe. I think I should subscribe to the podcast because Zeke, the geek, said so. And until next time, guys. I think. Shut up. Anyway, uh huh. This is the loudest this place has ever been. It's usually quiet. I I know. I know.